Welcome to Ryan Rants and Raves, a podcast series by the Quebec government office in New York. Bienvenue à Ryan Rants and Raves, une série de podcasts par le gouvernement du Québec à New York. Today, I have the pleasure to be in very good company with Kimberly Carney. So Kimberly is a founder and CEO of Fash Warriors. So welcome, Kimberly, and let's just dive in. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Do you want to tell us a little bit who is and what is Fashwire? Well, so Fashwire, we are a two-sided global platform with 350 plus designers now from over 40 countries, directly connecting the designers to the consumers through real-time data and actual insights to navigate consumer demand. Um, and we're actually being a two-sided marketplace. We have, for the consumer, we offer this organic discovery of worldwide fashion and the ready-to-wear shoes and accessory spaces with this immersive um, swipe voting, which is our technology. And really the users are voting on the popularity of new, current and future collections to be able to influence the designer instantly and in turn improving costly ordering decisions. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. And uh, so how do you, why did you create Fashwire? So I have a tech background and, but I opened up a store about 15 years ago, a contemporary boutique. And I saw early on that the fashion industry on a whole, that designing wholesale, retail, all of it probably cannot survive without adapting to tech or going digital. So the reason for Fashwire was finding a way to marry the two worlds, which in turn became the catalyst for the Fashwire platform. So if a brand decides uh, to team up with you, what would you say the uh, the benefits of the brands are will be you know by teaming up well most important they're connected to a global database uh, or a global user base of 175,000 plus users and they are getting that instant feedback directly to them in real time to help them with their decisions on the back end and in turn, like I said earlier, increase profitability for their brands, helping these brands and designers make smarter inventory and product development decisions with our data-driven technology really is great because it's powered by the consumer preferences. And not only do we have the swipe technology, but we also have social integration, which is also, you know, another way to increase their brand awareness. And as uh, the customer, the, they have to get the, um, the app and it's available on every single platform, Apple and so on and so on, right? iOS, Android, and we have a web platform. Okay, so go for it, right? <laughs> well, you don't do them all, you don't reach the masses. So you've got to, in this day and age, you've got to have all, because, you know, between, if you're going to be global, you have to have every platform because, you know, and everybody, just like clothes, everybody has their preference on technology and which phone. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and especially, you know, you're connecting all those Uh, designers from around the world so it's yeah no it's a it's a no-brainer that you have to be accessible to make to link everybody together in order to do that you have to have technology and all kind of platforms available for sure. Just a, a, another benefit that I think is really great is they're sitting with the bigger and smaller brands and they get their followers as well to discover their fashion. So really we position this to be a discovery platform where these designers can sit together, but as we're on our social, which we've increased over to 200,000 followers now, they get brand exposure just by sitting with these other 
their brands. And I think that that is what's really great is like even having a store, you always want, you don't want to have just AG or Michael stars. You want to have, you know, you want brands to sit side by side. So people have, you know, choices and, and it really helps us all understand what consumer preferences really are. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have, yeah, definitely. I saw that you have some very well uh, known brands and you also have all those designers that are emerging designers and you also have some various categories. I think that are, that resonates to the customers today, you know, sustainable and so on and so on. So you have really divided to, you've listened to the customer basically, and you've listened to the designers and it's like, okay, this is how we can put everyone together. Okay, so we've covered quite a bit of uh, what Fashwire is and so on and so on. And and how would you say that Fashwire differ from the what's on the market otherwise? I think the greatest difference is that we're designer focused, not retail focused. We're not pushing product. You know, Fashwire is about nurturing partnerships between brands and their consumers. We give both the designers and our community the opportunity to have a voice rather than being just a shopping platform that specifically pushes the product. We also offer lower commissions. We're we're global two-sided, which many are not. And we have that visible real-time data with our swipe technology. And then we have our own social integration inside with our MyWire feature where brands can go in and post to our consumers and they can interact with each other. And, uh, you know, there is also a very strong element to Fashwire, which is your involvement in the community. You know, giving back is a big part of Fashwire. So I have this huge marketplace, but I also, my other side of me is I own a retail store. And witnessing the deep effects the pandemic had had on not only our designers, but the retail industry it really was the driver behind what we call Fash Give, um, which is our philanthropic mission. And this initiative is so core to our DNA. And we stay true to that by continuing to discover, to discover fashion everywhere. But we're also leveraging that our powerful global marketplace of designers for these worthy causes. Like Why Not You Foundation? I've worked with them for years with my store where we would do 15% of proceeds. And this foundation was founded by Russell Wilson. It's owned today by Russell and Sierra. And um, they are all about empowering tomorrow's youth with a why not you attitude. And it really resonates with me because so many people told me when I came up with this idea for Fashwire, oh, you're never going to get designers or you're never going to, this isn't going to work and you're too early, all these different things. And I I had that, why not me? I can do this. And Mm -hmm. I really do think that it's so important, especially right now with so many people out of jobs and mm-hmm. so many things. And if, if Fashwire can help contribute and help even just one person, then we've done our job. And it feels good to know that when we kicked this off, we did a dollar download with a charity organization called Retailers United, and we raised nearly 40 grand to be able to help other fashion designers um, in their pitch competitions and with their grants. And it was really exciting that a startup could come in and do that when no bigger corporations were willing to get involved then. So it's it's exciting what we've done and where we will take this initiative. Yeah, like you said, it's your DNA and that, that's what you've chosen to do, despite people telling you it's going to be very hard. And actually, Fashwire has been, it's only two years old. Am I mistaken? Yeah, we launched in 2018 with a Google partnership. <laughs> wow. So it's grown quite a bit in uh, in just two years. We had 25 sure. 
hands when we launched from my store. Wow. And, um, and today, and, and the way we got our designers is we went old school. We went and walked the floors. It was almost like cold walking instead of cold calling. And we showed them the product and um, designers jumped on. And it was, it, it's been really exciting to watch this platform grow. Uh, it's yeah. incredible. And also, you know, I've, I mean, I have noticed also, um, I've checked out some of the press around Flashwire. I mean, to just name a few, um, you were in the Oprah magazine. You were mentioning yeah. the Oprah magazine, which is super cool. Um, also, something about you just, um, you were the winner of the Fashion Group International's Rising Star Award for mm -hmm. new retail concept. I mean, that's like a really nice uh, box to be checked that's for yes, sure those people who said it would never work they were wrong yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm gonna show you right? i don't think i can do this watch me <laughs> well, yeah. I, think, I think being connected to the industry and being actually a retailer on the other side of it really benefits to what you know for what i can do for designers as well and this press you know with with like oprah it was really exciting to see adam glassman put us in his top 10 we didn't see that one coming and just to, when we got notification that we were number four, it was like, oh my gosh, I grew up watching Oprah. We made Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite an achievement. It, I, you know, I thought, I'm like, can we be done now? And they all laughed. <laughs> um, but Startup Prime was really interesting. I, the biggest, what was really important to me from the very beginning is I did not want to be just seen as another fashion app. I did want us to be business intelligence and a data play for the fashion industry. So I started putting us in those tech conferences, not only to educate myself on the tech world further, but to really, I wanted people to know Fashwire as Fash Tech. And, um, and we did, you know, we were in um, Startup Grimes top 20 Europe um, startup companies in 2019. And then this year they had a global pitch competition. So again, I thought, well, why not? So I entered the pitch competition and we, you know, we had to submit pitches to the um, startup grind committee and we made the top 10, which was pretty incredible for fashion to make the top 10 in a tech conference and, or in a tech pit, pitch competition. Mm -hmm. And then we, um, I got, um, we made, I, we did, I did the pitch that day and I was, I mean, you, there's a video out there. You can see I'm completely shocked. We won. And even one of the judges on there who used to have a fashion app, she messaged me and said, this is so exciting. She's like, fashion's never won in tech before. So it's really exciting to have, you know, not only had such a powerful press year as it was, but to win the tech competition. And it's a win for fashion industry at large because it shows that fashion is digital. It shows fashion is is tech and I think it really really puts not only Fashwire on the on a higher on the map largely but also shows the industry that we can win a tech competition you know mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that that is what was really exciting so um but yeah and then re then Fashion Group International that was another surprise for me to just because I had to present in front of their whole committee and that wasn't easy 
<laughs> so, um, but it was really exciting to, to have people really recognize this platform. We have a whole group of us that have worked really hard to make this happen because although I'm the founder and CEO and the visionary, it's really, you know, throughout the years of, you know, from our development partner to my team, it's really, it does take a village and we really have an amazing, amazing team and a, a people who are very passionate about this, what we're doing and they're all industry. So it's very, it's a very exciting time for Fashwire. Steph, it sounds like it's a validation for all the efforts that were, were put into putting that platform together and being tech forward, definitely within an industry that's not all, always tech forward. But uh, no, that's a, thank you for sharing all of that. It's very enlightening. And um, so how uh, did you get involved in the industry? And you mentioned you had a store. Um, do you want to tell us a little more yeah. about that? So I, um, I was in tech um, throughout my 20s. And, um, and then when I had my daughter, I decided to um, take a break. And I was, I'm a marketing executive background. So I just started my own consulting company and I did odd, you know, different things for my former CEOs. I do press releases or different things. Um, not very much. I wasn't working that hard during that first five years of having my daughter and my son. And, um, and we, um, uh, I, when I finally was ready, when my son was two, I was like, okay, I really need to get back into working and I'm going to just really start this marketing company. And a boutique hired me to be um, her event planner for her big opening. And she invited me on a buying trip. And I walked into the showrooms at LA market. And to this day, I still get butterflies when I walk into a showroom. I mean, I haven't been able to do that this year because of the pandemic, but prior to the pandemic, I just loved, I just fell in love with it instantly and thought I have to open a store. And in my mind at the time, I thought, oh, as a marketing executive, how hard can it be? Well, I learned <laughs> that <laughs> right? retail store, uh, just because you love fashion and you have a marketing background doesn't mean you know how to run a store. So 15 years later, up until last December, I had a very successful store and, um, and that's how I got into it. And then, you know, and then, Bashwire came about because, you know, my tech brain is gets the best of me sometimes. And but it is um, that's how I got involved was really just going on a buying trip with a person that had hired me to help her. Mm, OK, and it, then it kind of all fitted together and all came um, together. Became, and yeah, <laughs> it, hasn't been easy. it hasn't been easy, but really in the last five years, the store was really very successful on its own. And um, like maybe like the last five to seven years. And then, you know, the Fashwire platform came up and, and I don't know that I could have done this platform without having done the store because you, when you, when you're inside the industry, part of it on this side, you really have a pulse on the industry and, you know, what will work and what will not. And I definitely have had trial and error on some of the things, but today I think we were ahead of the curve for a pandemic and with what's happened to retail. But I think as we go forward and this country opens up again um, sometime later in the year or even next year, then I think we'll be able to even help retailers get back on their feet. So it's a win-win for everybody. Hmm. It sounds like uh, there's a lot you're excited about. And uh, well, <laughs> so my, that's my next question, actually. What are you excited about? I love that during a pandemic that my incredible team and I pulled together um, and really 
put ourselves, put the designers ahead of ourselves and really helped them not only stay in business, but grow our marketplace to really help them understand their product decisions, even in a pandemic. And um, it also led us to beauty and we're going to, going to be launching beauty wire February 1st. And it's really exciting to know that we can combine the two worlds, but we'll be able to bring a whole group of new users to our fashion um, designer mm-hmm. base. Okay, so now you're uh, starting with beauty. It's an, a different new branch for the yeah for the platform. Mm-hmm. Great, I can't wait to see that. And um, okay, there must be something you're frustrated about. The pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? No, no. Politics. Joke aside. No Where kidding. do you want me to start? Do you want the short version or the? No, um, you know, I think I, I think what frustrates me right now is what's happening to retail. Um, it's really hard when even like you take me who's in Seattle and we're at tw- we're allowed to have people come in at 25%, but it doesn't, the, the consumer, there's been so much fear placed in the consumer that they're, some of them, you know, don't want to go into stores or they want to just do pickup or, you know, and we're a neighborhood store, which I believe will fare better um, than some of the boutiques out there that are in like the downtown locations that have been, you know, um, that have been um, really challenging during this political time. But I think that um, I think that really I want to see the retailers get back on their feet. That's I want I don't want I want our retail industry to thrive again. And I know that it will. But it's just going through this process of, you know, of getting there and. Um, and and living in it myself with my own retail store. So that would be my first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a very, very legitimate uh, fear because it's, um, it's very difficult to, uh, to balance what's happening now. And um, it's, there's that connection you make with going to a store that you absolutely do not have online as great as, you know, many platforms are. It's not, at all the same experience so everyone needs to get back to thriving somehow we do and and I think you know and I think we will I think you know and for the brands I mean it just makes me feel for the brands you know what um what they're going through you know and just watching this and seeing it every day with our own um Mm -hmm. And, and it's really a um, it's really interesting just to watch this right now and to just I hope, you know, as Fashwire continues to thrive, that we can in turn help some of these brands and with retailers and, you know, different avenues of, of selling. We um, mm-hmm. need each other. Well, and that's another thing that part of our, I'm also on the board of what's called Gifting Brands. So back to our philanthropic mission, um, being on that board, we partnered with them. And what's so great is that they they are actually helping our designers with their excess inventory. And then they're taking that ex- excess inventory and selling it for the designers, giving them a write-off and in turn donating that money to charity. So that's also another thing that is really exciting for, you know, for our brands is that these different philanthropic missions that we run into or we meet up with or who ask me to be on their board, we can also help make a further difference for them. And they're giving back at the same time, too. So it's Mm -hmm. a. Win-win as we all collaborate and um, and, you know, and be true to our own philanthropic missions. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, talking about brands, um, is there, do you have any com comments about Quebec fashion? I know some a uh, few Quebec brands are in, actually part of a flash wire. Do you want to tell us something yeah, about that? We, we have, I think we have about five right now. I believe we have Move, Women's Active Wear, which we love, and Anne-Marie Chagnon. We have her mm -hmm. jewelry. And then we have Altier Murray, which is women's shoes, and Solios, um, their unisex watches. And then um, I believe we have sunglasses with, um, I never pronounce it right, Lieutenant General. I don't know. Oh, Lunetterie General, yes. That's all right. Those fancy words, those fancy names. <laughs> But you know what? They have fancy sunglasses, so they get to have a fancy yeah. name. <laughs> they do. So, but yeah, no, it's great to have the brands. It's been great to work with you guys. I know Valeria has done, I, you know, Valeria has been on top of it with Shay and they've done a really good job onboarding the brands and it's been really great working with you guys all together. I mean, the team just, you come up on our weekly calls and yeah. it's been, you know, it's been great. Yeah. It's a win-win for everyone once again. And um, is there any, you know, among those among those brands, uh, Quebec brands, is there one that sticks out in, have you been to uh, Montreal actually to Quebec uh, yet? We, we love them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's hard to tell. I know, why am I asking that, right? <laughs> And they're all very different, by the way. I mean, you, it, they're all very different. They're different categories. What's great is they're all different categories, but I think what's great about the brands is they're all very, they all have a really great presence on their own platforms. And I think that when you can take our platform and direct to another platform that really has amazing imagery and, you, you know, whether they're doing a promotion or whatnot, all of them work really hard to focus on the consumer. And I think that as we go forward, everybody has to start 100% focusing on the consumer because the shifting trends right now are imperative to all of us who are really wanting to help these designers and you know in turn helping them stay on top of it but also learning from their consumer learning from our consumer we all win mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and um, if you had to give any advice to the community at this point I think the biggest thing that I have found that has contributed to our success is collaboration You have to be willing to work with other people. You have to look at everybody as a partner and work together to combat this difficult time and to navigate through your own startups and navigate through business is working together. And also having, you know, working with philanthropic causes. I really think it does benefit the brands and I think it benefits everybody to give back. And if you could be philanthropic and collaborative, it's a win-win. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think it's a great uh, way to end this podcast on this word of advice. And thank you so much, Kimberly, for exchanging with me. It's been a pleasure. It has been lovely to meet you as well. Thank you for having Fashfire and um, Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you. Happy New Year to the whole team. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. 
Merci d'avoir écouté Ryan's Rants and Raves. Suivez-nous sur Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. Thank you for listening to Ryan's Rants and Raves. Follow us on Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. À très bientôt.